Episode 207 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Between first quarter reports and aircraft model developments, there's been a lot of news out of the aerospace and manufacturing industries. Much of it is positive news, which is nice. Aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy joins me today to bring us up to date on increasing production rates and increasing hiring rates. First, let me tell you uh, about the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, Mental Health in the Workplace 2021. We've heard so many of the stories of how the pandemic and the actions we've had to take to react have had an impact on our mental health over the last year. This week, we provide a special report on mental health, including the results of a business journal survey of our readers. Lots of great information here. It begins on page 12. Also this week, a special report on cybersecurity. If you want to do business with the Defense Department, you better have a special certification to show that your system is secure. That begins on page 22. This week's list... Wichita Area Commercial Lenders, they're ranked by 2020 Amount of Commercial Loan Portfolio for Wichita Area Institutions. That's on page 8. Let me ask you this. Do you read our leads section every week? Lots of great information there you can use to grow your business. Bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 25. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy is here to bring us up to date on some of the activity in the aerospace, aviation, and manufacturing workforce. It seems like we've had some positive news, Daniel. Let's take a look first at commercial aircraft production. Boeing, Spirit Aerosystems, the local supply chain. First, we kind of see this as a leading indicator. More people are flying these days, right? They are. Uh, Air travel is uh, beginning to pick up, and actually the outlook for the summer travel season uh, is pretty good. Uh, The the flight schedule put out by the airlines just at at, uh, Eisenhower Airport here in Wichita, uh, it included... uh, around 90% uh, increase in flights from, of course, we're talking about June of, uh, that's for June. And of course, we're comparing that to June of 2020, which there was almost no travel at all, but um, it's still only about 14% off uh, from where it was uh, June of 2019. So, uh, you know, it's getting back up there and uh, there, there's a, a lot of optimism about the summer travel season, especially domestically, which, you know, is obviously important for uh, the narrow body aircraft that are a big part of what Wichita builds. So as airlines fly more, they'll make more revenue and buy more aircraft and, and it all uh, rolls downhill. And like I said, it, it turns into jobs here in Wichita. That's important to keep in mind is that there's a real domino effect there, right? If more people are flying, the airlines are doing better and that leads to more aircraft sales and deliveries, things like that. 
Yep, absolutely. And, you know, they'll utilize their aircraft more and it'll speed up the the need to retire some of the aircraft and buy new ones. And and so uh, it is all a big uh, uh, cyclical uh, relationship. And and uh, you're right, the the real leading edge there is is flights and air, aircraft utilization. So it's it's a good thing for us to see. Let's take a look at some of the models that uh, Spirit and Boeing uh, put together, obviously. The 737 MAX. That's probably the aircraft that's most important to Wichita, right? Give us an update yes. on, uh, on the 737 MAX. And we got through the grounding, and then we're into 2021. Now what? Yeah, uh, on production, uh, it will still be somewhat muted this year. Uh, Spirit expects to build. So they build the, the full fuselage and then other components. Um, and those are all grouped together in what they call a, a ship set. Um, so they expect to have about. Got to say that carefully, don't you? You you do. You got to watch yourself. I think I got it right. <laughs> you did. Um, <laughs> uh, they expect to make about 160 this year, which will be up from 71 uh, the year before. Of course, the grounding and then the pandemic just wiped out production uh, locally. So that's a that's a nice increase. Um, for context, though, uh, 2019 they made 606. So we're still a ways off from there, but. Um, they are preparing for uh, increases uh, to continue. Um, Boeing wants to be at 31 per month by early next year. And so Spirit will be lagging behind them a little bit as they uh, burn through the inventory that they build up, but they're still preparing for increases. Um, so they have started recalling workers. Uh, Tom Gentile, the CEO said, uh, as part of their first quarter call that uh, they'd recalled about 600 so far and expect to, to double that by the end of the year. So bringing back, bringing back some of those jobs um, and that's a good thing for the economy, of course. And then from there, uh, if the demand holds and it and certainly looks like it is and beginning to increase, uh, Boeing will continue to, to ramp back up and, and most people expect them to at least get back to the low 40s at some point in the future. Maybe not ever back to the 52 uh, a month they were building prior to- And you're talking about a production rate there, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry. A monthly production rate of, of 42 aircraft per month. Um, I think a lot of analysts see that as, as feasible in the future. And that would be a good level uh, for Spirit as well. It, it, uh, you know, it drives a lot of work. So we'll, we'll watch as Boeing continues to ramp up. It, it, uh, uh, it's an, that's a big part of that cycle I mentioned earlier as they ramp up, Wichita ramps up. And then of course, all of spirit suppliers have to ramp up as well. So uh, it, it could be uh, a good couple of years. It's gonna be a, another year or so before we see it really uh, uh, coming out full force. But uh, Gentile said on a Goldman Sachs uh, industrials conference, uh, actually just yesterday that um, they expect to probably sync back up with Boeing on monthly production rate uh, by mid to late next year. And so once they get to that point and Boeing continues to increase from there, it'll, it'll uh, move pretty quickly here in Wichita. For context, when we talk about hiring, uh, Spirit, as we know, over the last year has lost a ton of people and yeah. uh, they're down to about 8,000 now. And that means what, 5,000 people lost their jobs last year? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, locally, uh, about 5,000 layoffs and worldwide spirit uh, cut about 8,000 people from their commercial 
programs. Some of those folks were transferred to defense and, and other things, but um, obviously the biggest blow was to Wichita where they do uh, all their Boeing work. So certainly gonna start seeing some of those folks coming back. Um, I, I, we already are. And uh, I think we'll, uh, if things go as planned, we'll see a lot of them come back. So that's a good thing. Hopefully those folks didn't go to another city looking for a job. Uh, Anecdotally, I'm told they they didn't. Uh, you know, here in the air capital, we all know aviation is a cyclical business, so right. um, cyclical industry. So uh, a lot of folks kind of find what they can to to fill in the gaps while they wait for uh, aerospace to cycle back up because the jobs are so good. So uh, I think I think we'll have the folks we need, hopefully. And uh, if we don't, we, we have training apparatuses in place with WSU Tech and things like that. So uh, I think, I, I hope we'll be able to, I hope it's that that's the problem that we have again, that, right. we, that we need more workers. <laughs> that was a good, uh, good problem to have at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, wasn't it? We'll see if yeah. we see that again. Yeah. 737 also had, uh, a few of them had some problems. They're making an electrical fix, right? Yes, they are uh, about uh, 109 planes uh, from the Max family worldwide were grounded over uh, an electrical system that wasn't properly grounded. Um, so uh, actually the FAA has approved the fix is my understanding. And so Boeing has sent out a service bulletin to airlines kind of detailing what they need to do. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't sound like it's a, a real heavy lift in terms of what needs to be done. Um, to get those back in the air. And then they have aircraft in their inventory that they'll have to, to make the fix on too, because these were newer, uh, more recently built aircraft that this problem was on. I guess it stemmed from a change in the production uh, program. So that looks like it's going to be uh, just a, a bump in the road. Um, but, you know, we've seen so much with the Mac so far. Uh, you don't, you don't want to say, <laughs> you don't want to, uh, count the eggs before they hatch, but it, it looks like that's gonna, gonna be resolved pretty quickly. And we should point out again, there was a, a you wrote a story recently that said deliveries are gonna resume uh, here pretty soon. They had kind of halted. Yeah, they had stopped deliveries of the Max while they got this electrical system issue. And, and this is unrelated. Um, it's an unrelated issue to, to what caused the two crashes that, that grounded right. uh, the MAX for 20 months. But they had stopped deliveries to airline customers, although uh, Spirit said they were still delivering to Boeing. Um, but they did that during the, the grounding as well. Um, park them outside Spirit, and they're technically considered Boeing's property and delivered, but uh, Spirit's keeping a lot of them on site. Uh, here in Wichita. So, but as deliveries uh, get going again, I'm sure Boeing will kind of put the pedal to the metal on getting planes out the door. And that speeds up that whole process of, of getting uh, production rates back up uh, in the hopefully near future. Where are we now with the uh, 787 Dreamliner? Well, the Dreamliner, uh, they have started delivering it again. They had some production uh, quality control issues and some, some issues with some sections where the fuselages join together. Um, that's required some rework by Spirit here in Wichita, uh, but it, it appears they've got that figured out and um, are, are moving those aircraft again. The, the Dreamliner though is uh, a wide body aircraft. So, uh, you know, it serves those international routes, long haul travel. And that's, 
that's rebounding uh, much, much slower than the narrow body aircraft that are used primarily for domestic travel, uh, just because of restrictions and outbreaks and, and things like that still happening around the world. Um, so it could be uh, several more years uh, before wide body aircraft demand is back to where it was before the pandemic. And there's, there's some thought out there and it, it's probably true that they may never be back uh, to what they were, for example, one point we were spirit builds the full fuselage on the 787 they're building 14 a month and so now that's back down to five and uh, gentilly said as part of that uh, industrials conference you know it may never go back to 14 again but it could get back up to 10 or or something like that and and still be a nice program so um, the good news for spirit and then for wichita is that 85 percent of their backlog is narrow body aircraft um, and, and that includes uh, wing work that they do for the Airbus A320. And Airbus has already announced a production. They, they've announced production increases uh, through this year, uh, but they've also reportedly been talking to suppliers about another 18% increase next year. Um, so that program's ramping up too. So the, the predominance of, of Spirit's work is with the narrow bodies, which are recovering much faster, which uh, bodes well for Wichita uh, right now as, as the wide body aircraft are just going to take longer to come back. Anything else on the commercial side we ought to be looking at? I think just uh, the supply chain ability to keep up. Um, there are uh, a lot of uh, a lot of their existing inventories were were used up, and uh, their uh, trouble with raw raw materials and and uh, in some cases kind of similar to what we saw in construction, where uh, the it's such a tightly knit system when when it uh, when when there's a hitch, getting it ramped back up and and really going can be can be difficult. Um, and so just how the smaller suppliers uh, are able to keep up and, you know, they're going to be needing people as well, which is a good thing, but it's right. tough, can be tougher for them to find them. Um, so probably just watching that and then uh, just keeping our fingers crossed that, that the, uh, that the, the pandemic uh, is, you know, to some degree under control and that vaccinations kind of keep travel, at least domestically open and uh, that uh, life returns to whatever the normal is going to be after this and, and people need planes that uh, Wichita builds. Right. General aviation really has been looking pretty good. A business jet forecast is is looking pretty positive. Let's take a look first at, at Bombardier. Yeah, Bombardier um, overall uh, has a, a pretty promising outlook uh, with their larger aircraft, their global 7500. Uh, they're starting to deliver a lot more of those. Uh, but they are uh, kind of one of the down spots for Wichita. Um, as folks probably know, the Learjet uh, is is being ended this year. P production is being ended this year. Um, it's a light jet, so it's, it's smaller. And Bombardier is uh, kind of pushing its chips in on its its larger, higher margin jets. So there'll be less um, aircraft production here in Wichita. They'll still have their service center and a flight test center here and some other operations here. Uh, but their larger jets uh, are, are moving pretty well and their deliveries were up in the, uh, the deliveries were flat actually in the first quarter, but their, their revenues were up because they're delivering uh, more expensive planes and they've kind of cut their costs on what it takes to produce them. So 
Um, not looking too bad there, but again, for Wichita, you know, we will lose uh, Learjet production, which um, for most of the past several years was about 12 aircraft a month. Um, so uh, not a huge volume, but you know, it, it, is, it is still work to be done in Wichita that won't be done here anymore, so. Still hard to believe that international major brand is going away, the Learjet, it's hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, it's iconic and, and people love it so much, um, especially here in Wichita where it started. So right. uh, it'll, be, it'll be sad to see it go. How about Textron Aviation? Yeah, they're looking they're looking good, um, and they'll be uh, one of the primary job drivers probably at least in 2021. Um, they expect to to get back uh, half, if not maybe even a little bit more of the sales and deliveries they lost last year during the pandemic, and then uh, back fully to 2019 levels uh, uh, by next year. So. Um, they uh, uh, most recently were our largest manufacturer. They had about 8,200 people. Um, they, of course, had layoffs last year as well, not as many as Spirit. But, um, so they should be ramping back up. Uh, and uh, I know uh, Jeremy Hill, uh, economist with Wichita State, thinks they'll be uh, probably the primary job driver. It kind of depends on how quickly commercial ramps up. Uh, and uh, But... Uh, a good uh, new products coming out this year and uh, the, the jets are selling well. And uh, the CEO, Scott Donnelly said the, the, the sales talks, which of course is what leads to future production that they're, they're doing really well. And there's been a lot of talk about an increase in business jet travel uh, for those that can do it uh, just because of, of, you know, some of the travel and safety concerns uh, that the pandemic created. So uh, they could even, uh, conceivably see a bump out of all this. And, uh, you know, you could be looking at uh, uh, late 2022, early 2023, where you have both commercial and business jets uh, doing pretty well. And uh, uh, that'll have the Wichita economy humming right along. Fingers crossed for that, obviously. Uh, we hope yes, that sir. things will be humming along. It looks like in 2021, things are going to be ramping up as we've talked about. But those production rates and the 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 industry is probably not going to get to where it was until 22, 23, and even into yeah. 24. It sounds like yeah, it'll be a few, it, yeah, it'll be a few years, but uh, heading in the right direction at least. Daniel McCoy, our aerospace reporter, he's one of the best in the business. We've got him. You can see his stories every day at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Daniel, thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. Always a pleasure. Great job. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 207. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Schilwalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. You know, creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.